Hello everyone and welcome back to Very Cold Lasagna, your filthy casual place for all the filthy casual takes on the world of sports. I'm Dylan Lasagna and we are here, uh, not for weekly picks, not yet, uh, but for a traditional podcast episode, episode number 118 of this icy yet spicy podcast that we usually give our regular casual takes on. Yeah, it's been a while since I did a podcast here on Very Cold Lasagna, and yeah, it's going to be a little rusty, so bear with me here on on this episode. But here, we're going to talk about my San Francisco 49ers as I give a mid-season uh, update, mid-season review um, on them. So here we are at the midway point uh, for them. It, they are currently 4-4, four and four, and it's, uh, you know, it, things could have been much worse, um, but also could have been better, uh, if not for one unfortunate injury, but it also could have been, you know, a lot, a lot different, uh, per se, but we'll get into that in this episode. Just before we get into it, I want to do a little bit of housekeeping as, uh, we, before, as we get into things, um, of course, you can always check out Very Cold Lasagna wherever you get your podcasts, be it Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor FM, Google Podcasts. We're also available on YouTube, on the YouTube channel. We're currently um, growing up in numbers and in viewership, uh, so that I like to keep that consistency um, very much alive. So thank you very much to whoever's watching on the YouTube channel. I greatly appreciate it very much as we continue to grow on YouTube. And speaking of the YouTube channel... Um, I want to know your your thoughts and opinions on how my coverage of the weekly uh, weekly coverage of the 2022 NFL season has been going for your all of you that have been watching it. Uh, do you like or dislike the format of how it's been with like the simple rundowns of how I'm doing the picks or like the recaps uh, with like the winners and losers and the hurry up game uh, towards the end? Let me know your thoughts on how my format has been with the weekly uh, general coverage of this uh season so far and uh as for like keeping it youtube exclusive i know it's been kind of a weird decision for me to keep it youtube exclusive uh let me know your thoughts on that as well i know on the audio side of things i've been kind of ignoring you all um but i'm i wanted to grow the youtube channel a little bit more this coming uh, uh this current 2022 season hopefully during the playoff time during the during the playoffs, we'll go back to multi-platform. The only reason I've done it, uh, kept kept it YouTube exclusive, was because things in my life have been like really hectic, especially now. Um, I've gotten another job, uh, so <laughs> and along with juggling two other my my other current job, uh, on the on the front half of the week. So, ooh man, I'm a busy man. I've, be, I've all of a sudden become a busy man, but no, there's no excuses. I do apologize for the audio, uh, audio only people, the audio podcast people. Um, hopefully when we get to the playoffs, um, in January, we'll return to multi-platform. Um, uh, so you guys can get that end of the spectrum too, but you're getting an, uh, audio only, pa- uh, platform, uh, for those of you listening to, um, wherever you're getting it. So that was your housekeeping, uh, for you. Um, again, let me know your thoughts on the coverage for the 2022 season so far and my San Francisco 49ers as well. And don't forget to rate, review, and leave a comment 
um, wherever you get your podcast for a very cold lasagna. So thank you for the support as always. Um, and keep that lasagna in the fridge. So let's talk about my San Francisco 49ers um, and their week eight matchup against the LA Rams. I already reviewed it. I already recapped it uh, this past week. Uh, so I'll give you a mini version of it for those of you that uh, didn't check it out uh, on YouTube. Uh, and especially for those of you um, on the audio side of things. So the 49ers beat the LA Rams 31 to 14. They were three and four. Going into it, they were coming off two very bad blowout losses to the Atlanta Falcons and the Kansas City Chiefs, especially to the Chiefs at home. Um, they were they were fighting against the Chiefs, but of course, you know how Patrick Mahomes and that Chiefs offense is. And the Niners were still less than 100% healthy, but still no excuses. Their offense couldn't keep up, especially Kyle Shanahan. Uh, didn't have a good game plan, and pretty much the whole team was pretty unprepared in that game but they were more prepared in this game they were more healthy uh for the most part and especially considering that the rams were coming off a bye week yeah the niners absolutely dominated them especially in the second half uh, and especially christian mccaffrey he had a he had a really good performance like and it's only his second game as a 49er he had a triple crown or is it as you like to call it in the basketball terms triple double uh with a rushing receiving and a passing touchdown and in one game literally he made an impact in this game alone as a 49er and this was with Debo Samuel out so he really stepped up to the plate and you got to give credit to Jimmy Garoppolo and most of the time I've called him Jimmy garbage fail for plenty of reason but in this game against the LA Rams on the road um in Levi South (laughs) he really had a good performance in the second half um, against a flawed Rams team. Now, can they keep that up um, after the bye week in week 10 against the Chargers? Hopefully, we'll see. Um, let's see if they can sustain this uh, kind of offense in the second half of the season. So, this was a good win for them um, in week 8. You got to give credit to Kyle Shanahan for finally putting together a really good game plan. Now, let's see if they can sustain it. So, obviously, like I said, they're currently on bye uh, right now, they're 4-4 four and four, uh, in, in this uh, 2022 season. And honestly, you know, as we subvert to the midseason review, they they could have been either a lot better or a lot worse. But then, you know, when I first talked about this team, when I first talked about this team back in July, you know, this, this whole season really could have been a lot different. It, re- it really could have because, you know, this whole season uh, for the 49ers was all about the development of, well, the second-year quarterback, Trey Lance. Yeah, suddenly, all of a sudden, people suddenly just forgot about Trey Lance as of this point because this season, again, was supposed to be about Trey Lance's development because he's only played two games last year filling in for Jimmy G. And, yeah, people say, oh, he's only he's, he's inexperienced. He's only... Uh, played one full year in in North Dakota State. Well, that's the point of getting a full year's worth of starting experience this year. So, anyway, going back to my season preview back in July, there was a lot of optimism going to this season in spite of losing the NFC title game back in January to the Rams. So, the Niners were poised to succeed the next season. However, I was more realistic, more cautiously uh cautiously realistic with the Niners uh, expectations back in July 
because while yes, I do believe that they could have gone nine to ten wins, and especially with a very strong defense that got even better in the offseason. And that honestly could have carried the team uh in a in a weak NFC, especially considering now, there were still some concerns. Uh we we don't know how Trey Lance's uh strong offseason work where it's gonna translate to training camp, let alone preseason. And well, Jimmy Jimmy G was still on the team by that point. He didn't get traded, he didn't get released, and worst of all, he got shoulder surgery. Um, and yeah, it's out of the Niners' control, but you could have gotten rid of him. Um, like you could have gotten rid of him before the the deadline to get rid of him, which was August. But still, um, yeah, it, it there were a lot of really weird things that happened during that offseason. Debo Samuel requested a trade prior to the draft, but good thing that Hula Heads prevailed. He got the, his extension, and then the offensive line. Suddenly, wasn't a priority in the offseason once Alex Mack retired in June. And then, yeah, they didn't do a whole lot of investment in the O-line. I mean, I'm, I'm just glad that Aaron Banks, their guard, panned out. Um, but the rest of the offensive line, aside from Trent Williams and Aaron Banks, they suck. They they have absolutely sucked so far. Um, Jake Brindell has been wildly inconsistent. Mike McGlinchey has been hot ass. And Spencer Burford has been, yeah, also very bad. So you saw the the how flawed the offensive line was dating back to preseason. So they've been bad. Trey Lance looked 50-50 in it. And it, it was not great. It, it was not great, especially for Lance. But, hey, it's expected when a quarterback hasn't played that much um, and, and hasn't got that much experience. So. A lot of this season was supposed to be about how Trey Lance would develop in his first full starting year as a starting quarterback. So then we get to the actual first week of the season. The Niners were going to play in Chicago. And yes, it was going to rain, but still no excuse. No excuse. The Niners had played in these kind of weather conditions before. So the Niners' first game in Chicago comes and goes. Most of the starters look unprepared to play. A lot of penalties. A lot of four-year football being played. And they're trying to counteract Bears football from the get-go. But the only one that kind of looked prepared to play, play was Trey Lance. You know, had a solid early start. Um, you know, he threw a couple decent zip throws to Brandon Ayuk and Ray Ray McLeod. Um, yeah, he took a, a little bit of unneeded sacks. Also threw a bad pick. Um, but he was also given some bad play calls by Kyle Shanahan. Um, especially, well... Just like last year in Arizona, a lot of QB designed power runs. Like, <laughs> and that eventually led to his downfall, too. Um, and then, especially considering the fact that when they eventually started trailing the Bears um, later in the game, they, Kyle Shanahan still called power runs for Trey Lance. Like, come on, man. Like, don't you want to get back in this game? So, anyway, they lose that game. And then you go to the home opener in week two, which I was there for. And then. Yeah, Trey Lance, Trey Lance looked a little bit better in that game um, against Seattle. Um, they relied more on the running game um, against a weaker Seattle team um, at that point. And they still called power runs for Trey Lance. And and when they called another power run, designed run for Trey Lance in the second quarter, he got hurt. And this is what I was concerned about. 
the more Kyle Shanahan kept calling these power runs for Trey Lance in the second quarter, in not just the second quarter, but overall, he was going to hurt him. It was like he had an agenda against him. So he ended up suffering an ankle injury after he got tackled by two linebackers. And this is what I was worried about. He ends up getting hurt. And here comes a cart. And it, is just, it was just a very bad situation for him. It, it, it was like the worst case scenario. So he gets he gets on the cart and I'm just like, fuck. Initially, I thought it was going to be, like I said in the, the vlog, I thought it was going to be a, uh, just like a multi-week injury, but then it ends up being a season injury because it ends up being a broken ankle. Very disheartening for a young guy. Um, and what didn't help was the fact that most of his teammates, uh, aside from Trent Williams and Fred Warner, like initially didn't immediately rally around him. They didn't like give him his support. They were more excited about the fact that Jimmy Garoppolo, yeah, their their good guy, was coming in to fill in. He was gonna be their man for the rest of the season. Yeah, Jimmy Jimmy Garbage Fail was gonna save the day once again. So, man, what a, what a disappointment that was at the time. Um, and what a way to rally around your young quarterback that you know was still on a rookie contract and needed this season to truly develop now we have a lot of unanswered questions about how Trey Lance is going to do and honestly you know I still believe in the fact that Kyle Shanahan set him up to fail on up to that point by purposely getting him hurt running him to Instagram like that and by and it was only two weeks by the way imagine if he did this by the, the first month of the season so he could get his golden boy Jimmy G back in the fold but the past is in the past and uh, still, a lot of questions remain on what the heck Trey Lance is going to look like in 2023. Who knows if he's going to look like the same quarterback like he what like he was going to be in 2022, or he could uh, be a little bit more balanced with running the football. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, hopefully, he's he's doing well in his recovery, and and hopefully he'll be ready to play um, next year. Whether it's Kyle Shanahan coaching or it's somebody else here on this 49ers team. So going back to this season uh, for the 49ers, Jimmy G comes in, fills in for the rest of that Seattle game. The Niners win easily 27-7. to um, Obviously, the Seattle is a much different team now, but the 49ers uh, during that time uh, when they got Jimmy G back, they were like, the fan base was like, oh, Jimmy G, yes, he's back to save our season. Oh, golden boy, Jimmy G. Oh, yes. Oh, we're just salivating the moment. Oh, the, the Jimmy G fan base, the lovers, were, were, grace, were basking in the glory of get, getting their guy. The guy with the winning record, even though mo for much of that winning record, it was the defense. It was the running game. It was luck that got him that. And sure, Jimmy G had his moments, but most of it was his supporting cast that helped him out. So, anyway, the, the when it comes to Jimmy G, he helps the Niners win that game. And then, the week after, in Denver, he completely flops. And, yeah, we all know what happened in that game in Denver. We all know when he Dan Olofsky'd his way uh, to a safety in that game. So, uh, he completely uh, flopped. He, after that 
after that opening drive. So don't give me the excuse of, oh, he had no offseason. He had no training camp. He was expected to get released, and he didn't. Because, you know, I, I don't fly with that excuse at the time. Because he's been with the team for, what, five and a half years? Because, you know, he was traded midseason 2017. And neither his coach in Shanahan nor his philosophy changed one bit. It was still, let's work on a screen game, hand the ball off to the running back, and that's it. Nothing has changed with this team aside from the players. That's it. And yes, he was coming off shoulder surgery, but still. That was the only thing that changed. Nothing else. Not, like, nothing about the playbook has changed for Jimmy Garoppolo. So, I don't want. I still want to. I still don't want to hear those excuses. Whenever the Niners lose, man. So, you know, it takes a little while for him to uh, get his groove on. Uh, he does a little bit better against the, the Rams and the Panthers. You know, where I said, you know, Jimmy G had it had a much better game. Um, in Carolina, so you know at the time, you know I thought, yeah, oh, if Jimmy G continues to do this well, then you know maybe then the, they can sweep the the East Coast series with the Panthers and the Falcons. But then he flops against the Falcons, and then when they come back home, they get destroyed by the Chiefs. And this has always been the problem uh, with Jimmy G, not just Jimmy G, but Kyle Shanahan as well. They're so inconsistent. Uh, and I'll get to Kyle Shanahan, Shanahan later, but Jimmy G has been so inconsistent. Like he has done so well at times, but then for most of the time that he either plays like he's scared, like Mac Jones, or he's like a erratic Zach Wilson that just lessens. He just does okay or good. That one game. So, which one? Like, which one should he be? Like, should he be like a a de a good version of some somebody else? I don't know. So, either way, he did have his best game against uh, so far against the Rams, uh, where he looked like his 2017 self uh, that took risks, got out of the pocket often. Threw more than 15 yards. He like threw the long bomb to Ross Dwelly. Like, man, can we get... If we're not going to have Trey Lance at all this season anymore, can we at least get that Jimmy G in some consistent manner? That one that gets out of the pocket more, um, throws more than 15 yard, 10 to 15 yards. I mean, it'll make our stress levels for... Like real Niners fans like me, like casual, filthy casual fans like me that are just honest about this team, it'll make our stress levels ease down a bit. No, is it not hard? So anyway, speaking of Kyle Shanahan, um, going back to, um, you know, this midseason review, let's talk about Kyle Shanahan now. Uh, you know, I've been very hard on Kyle Shanahan, uh, this, this whole season because, well. Like with Jimmy G, he's very inconsistent. You know, one week he has a really good game plan uh, where he he has his team rolling against teams like the Rams, the Panthers. Uh, you know, he has his offense like scheming around uh, his best skill players like Christian McCaffrey and playing up to um, his player strengths in like Jimmy G or George Kittle, whatnot. 
But then there are other weeks where, like, against the Falcons or the Chiefs, where he's just like, they, they don't come prepared to play. Like, let's just throw, let's just rely heavily on the run game. And when that doesn't work, let's try to pass a game. When that doesn't work, it's just like, well, shit, what do I do? What do I do now? And it's just like, is Kyle Shanahan, like, really this offensive guru that we really come to be? Is he this really this inconsistent? So, I know I've had my, like, glimpses, my flickers in the lights of, oh, they need to fire Kyle Shanahan. And, you know, that could still be the case by season's end. But who knows what Jed York will do um, if the Niners like don't make the playoffs or they get destroyed in the playoffs. Like, you know, like I kept on predicting in last year's playoffs and then they didn't. Uh, but who knows? Because, you know, for as sometimes Kyle Shanahan can be good as a play caller, he is very wildly inconsistent. Like, when it comes to preparing his players to play. So, who knows? Um, so, one, a couple more things I want to talk about with this season review, uh, mid-season review is the injuries, man. Uh, I know it's not as uh, crazy as, well, injury mania in 2020. Uh, not a lot of season-ending injuries, at least for now. Um, but, of course, you know, a lot of, like, players that miss time and who knows if they're fully healthy. So a lot of notable injuries that uh, were season-ending, like obviously Trey Lance uh, with the dislocated ankle. Uh, of course, a big loss on the defense was cornerback Manuel Mosley with the torn ACL. Yeah, we, we love torn ACLs here on the 49ers, don't we? Um, and then we, we lost defensive tackle Maurice Hurst uh, in priest in not, not even uh, in the season. We already lost him in, the, the, in preseason. In training camp with the torn bicep. So, yikes. Um, and then, of course, we still have some players on uh, injured reserve, like short-term injured reserve, like Javon Kinlaw and and Aziz Al-Shair. Um, Kinlaw has a nagging knee injury, so... And can't can't fight off the injury bug. And Aziz Al-Shair has a high ankle sprain. Um, Eric Armstead, I don't know what's going on with him. He still has a foot and ankle injury, and he's been missing since week three. So I don't know exactly what's uh, ca like causing the delay in his recovery. So hopefully um, after the bye, he'll be back at some point. And then other players that missed some time was Trent Williams, Nick Boza, Daniel Brunskill, and Jimmy Ward. Um, it's a good thing that they're back, but hopefully they can stay, all of them can stay healthy throughout the rest of the way. And then, you know, of course, with the, the injury, uh, with the, not the injury to uh, Elijah Mitchell, but the trade of Jeff Wilson Jr. to the Dolphins, you better hope that uh, Elijah Mitchell can stay healthy the rest of the way because, you know, uh, knock on wood, uh, Christian McCaffrey goes down with injury. Elijah Mitchell better step up uh, because that running death, back death behind those two, it's pretty sus. It is pretty sus right there. Um, speaking of Christian McCaffrey, let's talk about that trade. Um, let's talk about that trade right there. Uh, obviously we know that the Niners made a massive trade to bring in McCaffrey from the Carolina Panthers as they go there, uh, they undergo their rebuild down in Carolina in return for a bunch of their picks in next year's draft. Um, well, I still think that it's still a lot 
uh, to give up for someone that hasn't been a priority need um, on the offense. But hell, it's it's been uh, a payoff so far, uh, despite you know a lot more pressing needs like offensive line, corner, defensive defensive tackle. So, I mean, I'm not sh- completely shitting on the move right now, um, as long as McCaffrey can stay healthy the rest of the season and the Niners can keep him healthy. You know, interchange him with uh, Elijah Mitchell um, here now and then. You know, just to prevent a significant injury. So, as long as they can keep McCaffrey healthy, this trade will absolutely pay off, and this offense will look really dynamic. And you know, hide Jimmy G's flaws in some uh, shape or form. So, I do have a couple of positives um, when it comes to this season. Um, obviously Christian McCaffrey is one of them, but there are some other undervalued, uh, underrated ones. Obviously we have Brandon Ayuk who has been a, a star on this team. Uh, and had it not been for Trey Lance's injury in week two, who knows what this dynamic, uh, dynamic duo would have been because these two have been working in the off season and it, it looked like they were just starting to come along um and it would would have been insane um down the stretch by this point if Trey Lance was still uh was still here um working on his development um throughout the season and then guard Aaron Banks he still hasn't given up a sack um by this point in the season his pass blocking has been really really impressive um by by him you haven't like aside from a couple penalties um that he's that he's given up other than that, he's been really, really good in pass protection on the left side. So credit to him. And Traverius Ward, I know he's been pretty he hasn't been healthy right now, but you you have to give him credit. He's been a good payoff for the 49ers. And he's gotten a little bit burned at times, but in protection on the opposite end of Manuel Mosley until he got hurt, he's been a good pickup for the 49ers in this offseason and what they need absolutely needed um, in the secondary that was getting burnt like toast in 2021. So obviously uh, to end this, uh, to end this midseason review um, and to end this episode, um, we're going to look at how the Niners are going to fare um, after the bye week. So there's not going to be a um, preview for their game until next week. So this this episode is going to supplement that, but we're going to take a look on uh, how they're going to fare after their bye week. You know, they still have a couple games left to go. Um, this is a good, actually, they're a very good uh, point for them to have their bye week um, at the mid, at the exact halfway point of the season. Um, so when they come back from the bye, um, they have the LA. Cl- oh, sorry, not the, the Clippers, the Chargers on Sunday night football in prime time. And it initially, you know, it looked like it was going to be a harder matchup for them, but they're also dealing with injuries to JC Jackson, who's out for the season. Joey Bosa still on IR, but um, he, he seems like he's going to, he's progressing, but as of right now, we'll see um, if he's going to be practicing by next week. So until then, you know, you, you don't have to worry about those two for now. Um, especially J.C. Jackson, who's out for the season. But you still have to worry about Justin uh, Justin Herbert, uh, Austin Eckler, Keenan Allen, and Mike Williams on offense. Um, but they won't have Rashawn Slater for the season. 
um, for the rest of the season, their um, star left tackle. So that's one point of area to attack. So uh, that, that might be a winnable game as long as they don't shoot themselves in the foot. You still have two games in the division against Arizona. Uh, one of them's in Mexico City uh, the week after the, the Clippers game on Sunday night. And that's on the Monday night game. So one in week uh, week 11 and one in the season finale uh, against Arizona. And then in week 12, you're playing the New Orleans Saints um, on a short week. Um, they still have a solid defense. But, I mean, their offense with Andy Dolan, even with Alvin Kamara, it's meh. It's not really that inspiring, so a pretty winnable game. Again, just don't fuck it up. And that's a big that's the beginning of a three-game homestand. Um, your hardest game comes after with the Miami Dolphins and Mike McDaniel returning uh, to play against you with his dynamic offense with Tua, Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, Mike Kosicki, Raheem Mostert, and Jeff Wilson Jr. Ooh. Oof. Yeah. I think that's gonna be your hardest one yet since the Chiefs. So good luck with that one. Um, and then you have the Bucs to wrap up your three-game homestand. And if the Bucs continue to struggle here, um, even with Tom Brady, uh, this could be good pickings for the 49ers uh, to spoil uh, Brady's homecoming. So obviously your next uh, biggest test comes in Seattle uh, against the Seahawks, who obviously look much different than they were back in week two. And it's only on Amazon Prime Video, by the way. Uh, so... I mean, that's going to be accessible to some way, shape, or form um, in the Bay Area somewhere. But still, it's still $15 on Amazon Prime Video. So anyway, on Christmas Eve, um, it's it's a commanding matchup for the 49ers against Washington. Um, who knows if Carson Wentz or Taylor Heineke is going to be the quarterback by then. But what's Washington going to look like um, by Christmas Eve? Who, who knows? It might be an early Christmas present for the 49ers. Or... They might just get coal in their stocking. And then New Year's Day, they get to spend it in Las Vegas against the Raiders. And like with the Commanders, what's what's Las Vegas going to look like? And yeah, they're currently a shit show with Josh McDaniels. And then obviously you have the season finale against Arizona and Kyler Murray and Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury. So either way, the 49ers um, in the second half of the season, they have to stay healthy they have to prevent themselves from shooting in the foot, themselves in the foot. They have to look good on offense, uh, on defense, pretty much on all sides of the ball. Because this second half schedule, if these teams continue to play like shit, they, this schedule doesn't seem that bad. Their only hardest games of this uh, in this stretch, uh, as of right now, are Miami and Seattle. So, other than that, these all most of these games seem winnable. Uh, but hey. There's always the saying of any given Sunday. And we can't exactly crown the 49ers as Super Bowl contenders because, well, they're they're pretty flawed themselves. Um, we don't know if you're always going to get that Jimmy G that we saw on Sunday against the Rams. But how? Like I said, time and time again, in the second half of the season, they can't let up. They must treat every game as a must win uh, if they want to win the NFC West from Seattle because, because that's pretty much all the NFC West is at this point. The Niners and the Seahawks. Because winning the NFC West, even this weak-ass uh, NFC in the second half of the stretch, it may be their most likely shot at winning, at making the playoffs. Because as a seven seed, ugh, would I really want to play uh, the Vikings or 
uh, Seattle. In Seattle. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I'd rather have a home playoff game or, or two. So we'll see how this uh, second half stretch uh, goes for the 49ers. I can't really make a bold prediction on how many wins they get. So we'll see how we'll see how it goes. But anyway, they're currently on bye this week. Um, they face the Chargers on Sunday night football when they come back. But who knows? Let's I'm, I'm a little excited on how this can go, but I'm still cautiously realistic on how the second half stretch can go because they can either play good the second half or they can play a bunch of 49ers football on the other half. So anyway, let me know your thoughts on the 49ers at the midway point of their season and what are you impressed with? What are you not impressed with? Do you think that this 4-4 four and four start to the season is decent? Uh, do you think it could have gone different? Or do you think uh, that this is just all a hoax? Do you think that they'll make the playoffs? Do you think that they'll not make the playoffs? Let me know your thoughts um, however you can, whether it's on YouTube or on social media, on Twitter and Instagram. But anyway, this is Dylan Lasagna of Very Cold Lasagna. Signing out of the podcast for today. And again, keep that lasagna very cold in the fridge with your takes on the world of sports. And rate this uh, podcast, review it, share it with your friends, do whatever you can to spread the word of all the filthy casual takes uh, inside that very cold lasagna. And until next time, peace out.